1: Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
0: Shop now at DietzandWatson.com slash the right way.
1: That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Hey, Molly, have you heard that I have a new book?
0: Well, I blurbed it, but no, I haven't heard. (laughs) Tell me about it.
1: It's an e-book. What's an e-book? You can buy it. Uh, e On E-line. No, online. Uh, it's called Pretty Good Number One, An American Family Eats Tokyo.
0: Oh, it's about that trip you took last summer.
1: Yes, when uh, my family of three lived for over a month in an apartment that was 260 square feet in the middle of Tokyo. And uh, we ate pretty much everything we could get our hands on.
0: Wow. I hear that it even involves eel backbones it
1: involves crispy eel backbones more than once so uh whether whether you're into japanese food or not um i think uh, i think you're going to really enjoy this book if you enjoy spilled milk
0: it's really funny so i can, uh, I can vouch for that even though i actually don't know what you're talking about
1: <laughs> you can uh, you can find it on amazon you can find it on ibooks uh and you can find it at one.com where it's all spelled out now back to the show And I'm Matthew.
0: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have
1: any. And today we're talking about airplane food. Oh, yes. I know you. I know everyone's been waiting for this because it's everyone's favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does, has any comedian ever come up with anything funny to say about airplane food? <laughs>
0: Probably not because yeah. it is not funny. It's sad.
1: Yeah, uh, and but these days it's non-existent. Non-existent. So uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, this was a great show. So uh, tight.
1: So we're not talking about just the food that they serve you or used to serve you on airplanes. Although we'll definitely get into the, the free snacks, uh, but also uh, the food that you bring along with you. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe we should start with that. Like if you're if you're going to get on a plane, say like a cross country flight. What what are you going to put into your satchel before going to the airport?
0: So there, uh, there's one thing that I I always take. Okay, and that is a bar of chocolate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, that was going to be soap. Always.
0: <laughs> um, the other thing that I've been taking recently, and, and I don't know why it n- never occurred to me until until like my latest plane trip that this was a terrible idea is hard-boiled eggs. Why would you do that? I don't know, because every single time I go to sort of crack them open and peel them on the plane, I feel a little sheepish, like I should be apologizing to everyone within a six-row radius of me. But I keep doing it anyway.
1: Yeah, see, I don't like hard-boiled eggs. I'm that person. Yeah, you are, but but I'm I'm that person, too, just not with hard-boiled eggs. Um, I don't like hard-boiled eggs, um, and so I find your hard-boiled egg offensive, and yet... (laughs) I think probably even if I did like hard-boiled eggs, I would still find your hard-boiled egg offensive. Thanks.
0: Thanks.
1: (laughs) Because uh, I tend to bring salami onto the plane. which you were
0: that person. Right, which
1: smells just as bad. And, you know, if I was sitting next to someone and they brought salami, like, I would be offended by their salami while knowing full well that my salami is ensconced within my satchel.
0: Do you know what's also inferior about your salami compared (laughs) to my hard-boiled egg? Is that... When I bring hard boiled eggs, I make myself a little foil packet of salt and pepper.
1: Oh, that's cute!
0: And it's kind of a fun little ceremony to like break out the little salt and pepper packet and peel the eggs. And
1: do you do you think do you think your little foil packet like shows up interesting on the on the X ray uh, baggage scanner? Yeah,
0: I think it does. They usually you know swab it down. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yep. It's yeah. diamond crystal. Yep. I like to bring trail mix.
0: Do you like your trail mix with chocolate or without chocolate?
1: With chocolate. Yeah. Um chocolate. I like like Trader Joe's tempting trail mix, which has chocolate and um dried cherries and peanuts and some other nuts. That and, sounds uh, great. It, it's really good. It's got, it's has got a lot of chocolate.
0: You know, I usually will make a peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter and jelly. hmm but I find that peanut butter and jelly, no matter how excited I am about it while I'm actually making it, you know, usually at four o'clock in the morning before getting on the airplane, it's never quite as tasty after it's been sitting for a few hours. I Have find you noticed ch- that?
1: I find it charming that you're ever excited about peanut oh my butter God, and I'm jelly. I'm
0: always excited about peanut butter and jelly. I, no, I'm glad
1: that you said that because I feel like there's there's this whole world of um, foods that grown-ups put in their... In their lunch sacks if mm-hmm. they're going to be in a cold sack lunch situation mm-hmm. and and like I hardly like any of those foods and mostly I still stick with the ones that I ate as a kid because yeah. I, w- I would totally bring a peanut butter and jelly on the plane also.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it is surprising to me though how much less I like the flavor of the peanut butter and jelly once they've kind of soaked into the bread a little bit. Yeah,
1: it mean? gets weird. It, you know, yeah, it gets sort of like f- gummy and fuzzy around the edge.
0: Fuzzy. <laughs> that, that's mold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I, I do tend to pack a week in advance. <laughs>
0: Matthew is so organized. That's right. He's going on book tour in July and he's already packed his lunch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. Yes, I've got some cassoulet. It's
0: going to be nice and fuzzy uh-huh. around the edges. You know,
1: you crack the the mold on the top <laughs> and stir it in. <laughs>
0: So, uh, the other things that I bring are, are also pretty predictable. Um, whenever I'm traveling with Brandon, we will buy a, a piece of some kind of cheese, like a, a cheddar or something, and, um, and like, literally a whole loaf of some kind of crusty bread. And always, we will forget to bring a knife. So, there we are on the plane with breadcrumbs everywhere, picking off pieces of cheese with our fingers.
1: Are you... Um Oh, picking off the pieces of cheese. I see, because because I, I don't think you're allowed to bring on a knife that would actually cut through bread. No,
0: no. I mean, I'm just talking about like a plastic knife for the cheese. Sure, like we we can't even seem to remember that.
1: That's this sounds yeah. This sounds like beautifully animalistic. Yeah, um, it's tearing it's tearing off cheese hunks. Yes, um, it's a, yeah. It's a romantic a romantic start to a romantic uh, journey in the friendly skies. Um, you ever joined the mile high club? Me neither. Uh, <laughs>
0: I I like that we're laughing about it It totally gives away that we have not joined the Mile High Club It seems like the worst idea It seems like the most disgusting idea Yeah, yeah I mean like I had to change June's diaper recently (laughs) in an airplane bathroom that did not have a changing table. And the flight attendant was like, oh, you know, just put down the toilet seat lid and layer on the toilet seat lid. Well, there is like crusted pee on either side of the toilet. Of course. And, you know, I'm all for exposing my kid to germs. Totally fine with that. (laughs) But like, this was a a lot of pee.
1: That's that is a beautiful story. Yeah, your your flight is just getting more and more romantic. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I tend to bring cookies, um, homemade, uh, sometimes homemade.
0: (laughs) Have you already made the ones for book
1: tour? (laughs) I've already, yeah, I've already made some chocolate chip cookies, um, for book tour. They're just going to, they're going to cool now for the next three months. (laughs) And, uh, no, I'll bring, I'll bring like some kind of uh, packaged cookie, like the six, the sleeve of six Oreos. Perfect. Perfect for the plane.
0: And do you dunk them in milk?
1: I do Probably don't dunk them in milk on the plane. I get I get nervous about drinks on the plane. We should talk about the drinks also. Are you worried
0: you're going to spill on yourself?
1: I'm going to spill on myself. Yeah, Aww. because I love. Okay, my, so my <laughs> let's let's get to the drinks here for a minute. Okay. Um, I uh, I tend not to drink alcohol on the plane because because it makes me feel all funny. Yeah, um, me too. Like like bad funny, not good funny. And uh, so my favorite thing to get on the plane is ginger ale with a squeeze of lime. Oh, and,
0: I've never uh, added the squeeze
1: of get lime. Get the squeeze of lime. Like, okay. one time out of 10, they will say, we don't have lime, and they will say it in such a way that implies, like, why would you think we were that fancy? But pretty much they always have lime okay. for some kind of cocktail. Okay. Uh, and it is great. It really does wonders for the ginger ale. But I'm just afraid they're going to put it down, and then there's going to be turbulence, and I'm going to be, like, ginger ale guy.
0: Oh, God. Salami guy, ginger ale guy.
1: Actually, last time I flew, um, the flight attendant accidentally poured apple Juice on my lap. Really? Some somebody else's apple juice, yes. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. I usually just get water. I'm really boring. Uh, I, water is great. I did attempt a cup of coffee on a recent flight only because I was desperate. How did that go? It was okay. And I didn't spill it on myself, which is really all one can ask. Yeah, out of a, it really, you know, it really a, is. A, a flying with hot liquid situation.
1: Yeah, also not crashing.
0: When you are offered the selection of snacks between cookies pretzels or snack mix Mm -hmm. which one do you get
1: um, probably cookies. I find that most often these days I'm not offered a choice. It's just like here's the thing we're giving you and it's and it's usually pretzels or snack mix. It may may have to do with the airlines that I fly.
0: Yeah, I guess I was on Delta recently when they were offering us choices. The, the cookies I should specify were biscoff. Do you like those?
1: Oh, I do like the biscoff.
0: I like the biscoff a lot. you know, Francis Lamb, our friend Francis Lamb, yes. once wrote a piece for um, Gourmet's website. About uh, a conversation he had with a flight attendant in which she told him what the flight attendants do with Biscoff cookies.
1: Oh, baby.
0: If I'm remembering correctly, and I hope I am, they just squeeze some lime juice on the Biscoff cookie and somehow miraculously it makes it taste like key lime pie. Well, I guess
1: initially I thought it's going to turn to mush, but I guess Biscoff is a really dense cookie, right?
0: And you can imagine it it might have sort of echoes of a graham cracker crust. Then you add some lime juice and all of a sudden, poof, key
1: lime pie. It sounds worth trying. I think they sell Biscoff at the store near here. I don't think I've ever had one not on a plane. Oh. Have you? No. Uh, Okay. It seems (laughs) like... uh, uh, I don't know if they have an ad campaign, but it seems like their ad campaign should be like you know you you love it at thirty thousand feet. Now try it at sea level.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: great. This is this is why I'm a madman. I'm that guy on the Madman Show.
0: Mm-hmm. It, Matthew <laughs> Amsterburton is
1: actually John Hamm. That's the guy. What's his name on the show? Don Draper. Don Draper. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. They come to me. The bisco. I, I won the Biscoff account. <laughs> Now, I got to design the campaign. Only seen two episodes of that show, but I think I'm going to do great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How do you feel about airplane peanuts? Can I just say?
1: Yes. Apparently, you have a feeling on on the subject.
0: (laughs) For me, they just never taste quite as good as other peanuts. I mean, you'd think they taste better because I'm in a hermetically sealed tube, vaulting through the air, defying gravity. Everything should taste great, just like eggs always taste better when you eat them outside. (laughs)
1: cooked over a was, campfire. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no,
0: no, never mind. I was just thinking about how, how eggs always taste best when you're oh, camping. Oh, oh,
1: like like scrambled eggs. Yeah. Like, like on a camp stove?
0: Yeah, they always taste best then. Wouldn't you think everything would taste best when you're like up in the air, experiencing this achievement of human engineering, hurtling through the sky in a metal tube?
1: Wouldn't you think everything would taste amazing? I am still stuck on the image of you roasting an egg on a stick <laughs> over a campfire fire. Uh, I never said that. (laughs) No, no, but what you said like cooking eggs over a campfire and that's what came to mind. You know, last but not least Yes.
0: Have you ever had those sandwiches that they serve that that are like in a a foil pocket thing and they've been warmed and like they have cheese that's melting and stuck onto the inside of the foil wrapper and
1: Yes, I've had that. Sometimes I've had it like like as a croissant sandwich. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely one of the better things you could get up there.
0: I I think that in general it tastes especially good because you've usually you usually do get them for breakfast and you've usually just woken up and you're feeling uh, yes. totally bleary-eyed, jet-lagged and then there comes the your savior, the flight attendant with the 2-inch granny heels. <laughs> And the, the nice warm sandwich.
1: That's, uh, yeah, that is really a nice way to wake up. You know, I, 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 feel, like, I feel like I'm enjoying air travel more on this episode than I, than I do the actual thing. Me like, too. You know, I feel like this is making me like want to fly, which, uh, which is not, not something that, that I usually feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to be flying Delta many times this summer. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what kind of what biscoff I get.
0: I hope, I hope you enjoy that
1: cassoulet. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm bringing that along. Maybe I can sweet talk them into uh, sharing some of the, the um, AirSats key lime pie. <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing. Do you find that when you uh, uh, when you've been eating on the plane, like no matter how much you've been gorging yourself on like this, the the, uh, the meals they bring you and the snacks and the stuff you brought yourself that like you're still hungry as soon as you land? yes. Um, Why do you think that is? Do you think there's like some sort of physiological thing going on that like uh, your entire body expands in the lowered air pressure?
0: Yeah, I I think that's it. I think it has to do with the fact that um, isn't it true that our hair and fingernails both grow faster (laughs) up up in the air? Do you think that, like, that that, that extra energy we're putting toward growing hair and fingernails while we're up there is causing us to, like, burn calories and we need to replenish when we get down?
1: After every flight, I look like Andre Agassi. (laughs) 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 That is the only guy that I can think of with long hair. Like a member of
0: chris cornell Chris Cornell, singles. yeah yeah
1: but but i don't know if he has long hair now and he and doesn't i don't know if andre agassi has long hair now he probably has no hair i kind of forgot that he even ever had long hair he had amazing hair um i thought you were gonna say maybe cousin it okay wait so so i was uh, sorry i jumped i jumped straight into to 90s tennis idols um so you said your hair and, and fingernails grow faster on the plane that's what i've always heard um Okay, and that, and that explains oh, – so, so oh, I so, see. Uh, see. So, so I was, you're saying all the energy from the food you're consuming yes! is going into growing hair and fingernails, Absolutely. and that's why you're so hungry.
0: Absolutely,
1: Is there a diet plan in this that we could sell? <laughs> the Mile High Diet.
0: The Mile High Diet.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so uh, that's, that's our show. Uh, why don't you um, come onto our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. Tell us uh, what you like to eat uh, on the plane. Tell us what you don't like to eat on the plane. Um, complain? Tell us
0: how <laughs> awful it was the last time you were traveling when you were stuck behind me while I ate my hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. Yes.
1: Let's hear all of your complaints about air travel on our webpage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can also leave a review for us on iTunes. And uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. We can make a duty free joke.
1: Oh, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well,
0: what what about a duty free joke
1: <laughs> uh, or yeah. Sky
0: Mall Sky Mall uh, joke? Yeah,
1: yeah. The show that's thinking about ordering that. Uh, uh revolving sock rack for um that's not a real thing <laughs> no, um, <laughs> what's a real thing from sky oh
0: a real thing um they have these statues that are like zombies th- like crawling out of the earth oh, have you ever seen those
1: no but I remember you telling me about them and we, yeah okay. they're terrifying
0: but uh, what okay. hold on what else but that's to say? good um there's also like um
1: there's there's various like pet feeding devices pet
0: feeding devices um, there uh, there must be some sort of like delu- Deluxe deluxe the, eye the, mask
1: should we be looking at it up on your computer no you know what there is there's the the hot dog and bun toaster what oh where you you like stick two hot dogs and two hot dog buns into pr- appropriately shaped holes in the toaster and it toasts everything that's on sky mall yeah really? i don't know if it still is but i've definitely seen it they
0: used to have a marshmallow bazooka oh yes mall. yes
1: i know i know because on your fridge it changes the yeah. rules of marshmallow engagement
0: uh changes the rules of engagement of marshmallow gun confrontations. Forever changing forever. the rules <laughs> of confrontation for marshmallow gun.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, changes the gun-tainment. Um, okay. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, uh the show that's the, that's definitely planning to order all of those things from Skywall.
0: <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg.
1: And I'm Matthew Amsterberg.
0: No more mile high jokes.
1: (laughs) The show that loves to fry eggs and it shows. (laughs) (laughs) What? Reese's peanut
0: butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's. You did it. You stumped this charming devil.